Greetings, listeners. Welcome to the Web12 podcast. Yes, another one. This is a very special week. This is the Christmas holiday week. Uh, we we gave you the last of the list of uh, of, uh, of of factions that we need to cover, Bakunin, and now we're gonna talk about the satellite, the IGL satellite that is coming up. I, I'm very excited. Are you too as well, Oli? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. Um, although I must say, a little bit uh, daunted as well because it's a big, a big event. Yes, this is just uh-huh. not your your standard top of the mill two month, one in two months uh, IGL. This is the one that mm. yeah, if you win this one, you you are allowed to go to Spain and show off your skills. You are, you are allowed. So, so for those of you. Who aren't aware um, a satellite event is reasonably important um, it's basically a very large tournament um, typically they have more rounds so you might be looking at four five or six rounds and uh, if you win a satellite you get invited to interplanetario which is basically corvus belly's uh, big kind of end of season um extravaganza like yeah. a big big tournament and celebration of infinity so it's it's kind of cool to be a satellite event because it means something yeah it's like a, a world championship but without yeah. the labor issues which you, which you have with soccer very good very good i like that that's that's on theme yeah, yeah. um yeah absolutely it's a less problematic world cup yeah. um <laughs> So, but yeah, it's all good fun. So the satellites are really exciting for people because obviously it's hard to get into Interplanetaria. There aren't very many tickets and no, lots of people want to go. So getting that invite is um, is a big deal for some yeah. people. Yeah, but that's not the only reason to join, is it? No, no. I mean, we've, we've got um, six rounds of Infinity that we're offering. Um, and I think that's quite exciting as well because... I have never personally attended a tournament before that's done six rounds. I've done five before, but not six. So that's really cool. Um, We've got a really nice mixture of new ITS missions and uh, one old one from from an old pack and a custom as well. So we've got four from this season, one old one, one um, custom. So that's really cool. Yeah. and we've got a really nice variety of maps on offer as well, which we might talk about in a second. Um, yeah. But yes, I mean, six rounds, it's cool. It's a big, it's a big event. Yeah. So the basics, when, how, uh, right. how can I join? Right. Okay, so let's calm down for a second and, uh, <laughs> and talk about the basics. So obviously here at IGL, we run um, all of our events online. That's what puts the, uh, the global in the global league. Um, so everyone's welcome to take part, whether you're you know, um, in the UK or the US or, or Malaysia or Australia or whatever, it doesn't matter. You're all, everyone's welcome. Um, and the registration for the event is actually open now. So if you want to sign up, you can do it right now. Um, and of course, uh, Raymond is going to um, put a link to the handbook in the description for this podcast, aren't yes. you? Yes. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Yes, I will. I will. I will. Yes. <laughs> very much. Very much. Um, so we'll have a link to the little book that tells you how to sign up and things in the description for this. And registration closes in the middle of January. So you've got uh, approximately one month, a little yes. bit less than one month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll send this out uh, as soon as possible. Uh, yeah. So you have a chance to 
join this lovely, lovely satellite. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I guess by the time this goes out, maybe you'll have three weeks, perhaps, yeah. d- depending on when you're listening to this. Basically, it closes in the middle of January. So, yeah. so there, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a special one because uh, I have been to satellites in Germany and in France, mm-hmm. and mostly you get people from well, a few countries over, but this one we will be joined all around the world, which is yep. uh, yeah, which and- is spectacular. I think that's one of the really, really nice things about playing online, actually, is that we get loads of different people from all over. Um, We get to see some really cool lists from different meta games. So, you know, the people in Australia might have different ideas to the people in the US and et cetera, et cetera. And that's really nice because we get to see lots and lots of different things. Um, And it also just gives everyone a chance to meet Infinity players and chat to them and uh, people that they wouldn't ordinarily chat to. And that's really nice. I like that. Um, Now, of course, the big question on a lot of people's lips, if they haven't played IGL before is, well, how on earth do I schedule events with people on the other side of the world? And truth be told, the answer to that question is with some difficulty. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We... Time we zones are offering, in the, all, yeah, all that. Yeah. Time, time zones can be tricky. We are offering two-week rounds at the beginning. So you'll have a full two weeks to schedule your game. Um, now, I'm personally in the UK, which means that when I play with the guys in Australia, you know, there is typically quite a large time zone for me, just giving an example here. And that means that I usually, for example, I'll play on a Saturday morning, which is their evening. So you can make it work. Um, but two week rounds obviously means that you should have enough time to get those games in, even if there is a large time zone difference. Yeah. Then halfway through the event, towards the end, we start running one week rounds. The reason for doing that is just to not have the tournament drag on for too long. Yeah, because uh, if you have six rounds for two weeks, yeah, it's that'll be long. like like three months. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas um, as it is right now, it's two months, which yeah. is you know, that's better. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a good event, I think. Well, I would say that because I've organized it. Um, <laughs> so have you. So <laughs> we, are, we are biased. Um, I have done some creative work. I'm now, you, you absolutely I, have. <laughs> yeah. And you've got a new nickname in the Discord yeah, uh, you know, for your creative work. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of being now Fango or yeah. Van Gogh, if you would say it in Dutch, but then you would wreck your throat if you're not experienced like a Dutchman. <laughs> I'm not sure I can pronounce Van Gogh like that, to be honest. Um, yeah, so so please, you know, do consider signing up even if you're not experienced because the main, the main thing about IGL and these online events is that it's just a really nice excuse for people to get chatting to players that they wouldn't ordinarily talk to and that's, that's half of the fun. But... Um, on the topic of what Raymond's raising and his amazing art skills, we mm-hmm. will maybe talk through some of the maps that we've yeah. got on offer this time around. I'm, 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 I feel pretty much honored that I uh, that I have delivered four of the six uh, maps. Yep. Uh, the other two are made by Why Rock No Die, also known as the one of the uh, yeah the, the the one of the creators and current custodians. Uh, Custodus of uh, of uh, of the TTS mod, yep. And uh, yeah, we we uh, especially on my side, we have just just dived in a big collection and tried to find the most spacey looking maps to mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so so we so to uh, really engage with uh, Operation Thunderclap and yeah. uh, make it uh, all be in space, which is yeah. kind of ideal of TTS. You can make maps in different teams, and we can all play in their theme. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. We were quite careful actually to curate the maps that we've added to make sure that they do fit a theme. Yeah. Um, just to. I think if, you, if you've got that flexibility, like you were saying, to design anything you want, then why not design things that make sense yeah. for the season? Um, so we've been quite careful there. Um, why don't we talk about the missions and then the maps that go with it? So what's the first one? I, th- I think it's Firefight we're starting with, if firefight? I remember correctly. If you, if you say so, we will start with Firefight. I believe it is Firefight. <laughs> I believe Firefight is the first um, mission that we're running. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to... Just drop the bag on the table and I'll describe it to the listeners and we'll talk about that mission. So so obviously Firefight itself is um, a really nice, um, oh, how would I describe it as a mission? It's quite a varied one because, of course, it's quite aggressive, but it also has classifieds as well. Yeah, it's killing, um, but you have to uh, take some things in and in, 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 in note, uh, add note to uh, get a successful yeah, not just and I killing wanted, your opponent will will uh, exactly. end up with uh, with victory. Exactly, and I wanted to start the event with a mission that's um, not too difficult to understand, but quite flexible. Yeah. Um, loading up the firefight map, we've got this really lovely um, sort of multi-story building complex. I think that you've designed. Um, yeah, yeah, I've used uh, <coughs> uh, created by uh, Vol uh, FC's uh, all now a uh, w- well-known uh, Kiwi. Uh, on the YouTubes, uh, who uh, also organizes his own uh, cool uh, uh, tournaments on TTS. Uh, he started to make assets for it, and I very much dig those, so I, uh, I started building with them. <laughs> One thing I really like about this map is that when you have multi-story maps and tall buildings one of the things that people often complain about is things like repeaters on rooftops Mm -hmm. but this map's really cool because there are lots of different access ways onto the second story so that means that you can approach anything on the upper levels from multiple angles and that means that it's a little bit less annoying to get to repeaters and things like that if they're if they're on the on the top so that's really cool i like that you have a way to reach them yeah yeah and we've also, I, I think I stripped out one or two buildings to make a really nice open area because one of the things I wanted to do, um, Raymond, is that mm-hmm. uh, one of the typical um, complaints that we get is that TTS maps can be very cluttered, yeah. you know, quite quite full of buildings. So we've tried to offer things that are a little bit more open. And actually on, on this first Firefight map, you can see that one side is extremely open. Um, so there should be lots of long range gunfighting there. Um, yeah. As I like to joke quite a lot in the Discord, I do think that Pano should be allowed to play the game. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, so there yeah you get go. your uh, Aquila Guard out and uh, have, uh, have uh, some BS15 fun. <laughs> yeah, have some fun with BS15. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the first mission and the first map. Um, I believe the second one is a custom mission. Um, I'm just going to quickly grab this map and load. So it's Kylie Hassified, which is an amazing name for a highly classified rewrite. Yep. Um, so it's a new I mission, but it's actually an old mission, but we, yep. we tweaked it. 
I really love this mission. So what Kylie Hassified is, is it's basically highly classified, but instead of randomly drawing the main um, classifieds, you select them by hand. And this is really cool because it means that there's a lot of strategy. So you could, for example, pick two classifieds that are quite easy and just focus on getting them yourself. Mm -hmm. Or you might think, oh, you know, um, I'm playing against perhaps Cosmoflot in this round and they don't have amazing hackers. So maybe I'll pick the hacking one that they can't do very well, um, yeah. even if that's not as easy for you. So so there's a lot of um, strategy in picking classifieds by hand instead of randomly drawing them. Yeah, because you, you you can uh, yeah you can be, play a bit more through the strengths of your for, of your list or of yep. your faction. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. factions just have an easier access to hackers or engineers. Uh, yep, absolutely. So take those missions, and others are better at close combat. So uh, I yep. see JSA going for predator. They might uh, want their predator. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You might also choose to pick predator on purpose because. Even though it's a harder classified, it does give you bonus points. So if you really want to maximize um, OPs, because I think if you get Predator and you kill three things, you actually score yeah, more you points. Get points. Right? Yeah, extra. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so there's there's a lot to think about if you get the chance to actually pick your classifieds by hand. Yeah. And so that's that's what we've done here. Um, the map itself, I think, is a Y Rock No Die map. It's very open, very yep. open, yep. and it's and a it's, nice it's, space. It's, it's scary to. I've played several times on this map. Uh, several different missions and it's, it's a very scary prospect to hide in your own deployment zone yeah it is it this is a this is a difficult map and in fact i think the only reason this has kind of got past our quality control is because it's for um an objective-based mission rather than a shooting mission yeah so you know, people on highly classified and things like that might be a little bit more tempted to take more specialists rather than guns. And in that context, I think a more open map is interesting because then you've got this decision like, ah, oh, you know, do I run more specialists and do the mission or do I run more gunfight heavy and take advantage of the yeah. long fire lanes and stuff? So it's Just interesting. Kill my opponent, uh, fix one classified jobs a good one. Yeah, unless your opponent, while in retreat, takes on two, and then you lost it. <laughs> I mean, I I actually won a game of uh, countermeasures the other day in which I only did three cards across the entire mission, but I tabled my opponent. <laughs> um, so, so hey, it does happen. Um, I, I have I have won highly classified ten zero with my whole army killed. God, that's that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Well done. Absolutely. Um, having said all of that, I might add a little bit more scattered to this map. I don't know. It's a scary map, as you said yeah. yourself. It's quite yeah. scary. And also, as uh, it brings its own uh, zero G outside of the space station. Yeah, it does. It does. You can go outside the space station. There's a nice little space area. So it's, um, it's mission number very three. Yeah. Mission number three. I think we've got armory. Armory. Yeah. Uh, let's. Get, let's get close and comfy in inside a uh, a little room. That's what what Infinity is all about. <laughs> it is absolutely. It's all about jamming as many infantry as possible in a tiny room. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Armory is 
quite an interesting mission for me. I think I wanted to include one that was a little bit more aggressive. So, you know, mm-hmm. his armory is <laughs> a bit more aggressive. Um, not too many classifieds or anything like that. It really is just about shooting stuff and, and putting things in the room. Um, yeah. You've got quite a nice map um, that is well, kind of a mixture of open and dense. There are some really long fire lanes, yeah. but also a lot of scatter. So so there's, there's that going. I was uh, um, I liked it that this map was selected because it's one from my collection where I made a, a, a like a tiny campaign, yep. all, all about uh, escaping from a uh, a asteroid, mm. and so this is the space station where people go and evacuate in this in in the story that I've made. Yeah. So I got these two dropships on the table, and now. Uh, now on the road, there's now a uh, a objective room. There so, is, yeah. there is. I I really like this kind of spaceport theme because again, yeah. it goes with the ITS theme, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all thunderclappy. Mm. <laughs> um. So that's mission three, armory, pretty straight up. There's not too much to say about that. Yeah. Um. Mission four, we've got frostbite, and I believe this is another one of your maps. Yeah, this is one that I've made uh, for. Um, uh, for Void Tango, one of the Dire Foes uh, mm. missions, because yeah. I uh, wanted to, uh, yeah, uh, those are very thematic little missions that come with uh, with with the Dire Foes packs. In this case, it was all about uh, a dig site, so right. I made right. a dig site. I think that's really cool. I adore this map, by the way. I yeah. really, really like it. Um, We've had to tweak it a little bit. It, we're trying to get the balance on this map of being very open, yeah. um, but not so open that you immediately lose to a Kamal because I have played that game before and it's not fun. Um, yeah, mostly one of the tricks if you make a table and you want different fire lanes is that you, you save your biggest uh, terrain pieces for the center of the table. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of the tricks to break up the lines. Yeah, absolutely. But, but and I've made a ravine. <laughs> you, you've done the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest terrain pieces in the deployment zones and, and not too much in the middle. So this yeah. really is a scary open map. But um, And I like that because, you know, you, you go to a big satellite event in real life and sometimes you get those tables that are very open. Yeah. Um, uh, not by any means saying that this is a bad table. It's just a challenging one. And yeah. I, th- I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, now, I think Frostbite, people should be challenged on a satellite. You want to be should, the you want to be the big champion of the world. You're not going to get uh, basic tables. You're absolutely not. Yeah. And also, here's the thing: we release the tables in advance. People can look at them. People can see them. I'm not saying that we're here to trick you and to put things in that are really, you know, um, weird. But we are here to do things that you need to design around a little bit in terms yeah. of being open or closed and things like that. So. So there is there is that. Um, I love Frostbite, and I, I particularly like the rewrite to Frostbite that happened this season, mm-hmm. um, in which I believe, if I remember correctly, I think the buttons are worth a lot more this season. I think they're worth um, at least one yeah. more, which I mean, I think with the two classified objectives and three points for the buttons, you can actually score a full five points without shooting. Yeah. Um, so the really nice um, uh, split there between first player that might want to focus on the objectives and second player that might want to focus on controlling the middle. Yeah, they deviated and balanced it from 
his earlier incarnations is where the data where it was the data tracker now it is the snow snowy, yep. snowy dude or whatever it's called now in the current uh, ITS whatever they are calling the snowy dude yeah, now yeah, um, what what is the snowy dude called um oh i can't snow remember <laughs> no. well, it was it was snow ops before yeah master breacher master breacher now yeah 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 master they, breacher yeah we all know it's a data tracker but somehow <laughs> it wants to have a different name with every uh, ITS. Yeah. But uh, like in the ori- original, it was like if you get that one guy in the middle, it's worth three points. Yeah. So killing it was a big, big thing. Big swing. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not that, that big of a swing. It's mm-hmm. mostly uh, uh, an, an extra to get, have a unit that's not heavy infantry or tag or ram into the middle. Into yeah. the middle and count. Yeah. Um, you must excuse Ray. Now we are old men, and we will talk about old seasons of ITS. Yeah, um, yeah. That's just Back what you're going to get with we us. ITS yeah. eight, absolutely. Yeah. And I remember ITS eight. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Frostbite, cool. I, I really like that mission. I like the rewrite. I think it's good. Now we're going to the old mission that we've put in the pack. Oh, yeah. Talk about old, yeah. I, I love this one, and it's engineering deck. Yep. Um, really, really big fan of engineering deck. So for those of you who haven't played engineering deck before, I guess the question is, why should you care about this mission? And the easy answer to that question is because it's good. Yeah. Um, engineering deck specifically is a great mission because um, like Armory, there's uh, a lot of points for controlling a zone at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, however, unlike Armory, there are five whole points available for pressing buttons. So there's a lot on offer if you want to just play objectives, take lots of specialists and kind of keep your head down. But yep. equally, there's a lot on offer if you want to get really aggressive and start controlling areas. And I love missions like this because you can approach them in so many different ways. You can fight for the middle, take objectives on the flanks. It's a very... Mm-hmm spread out different things to do uh, yep. to uh, either take victory or, uh, or or snatch it from your opponent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is a very end-of-game focused mission uh, because the objective room scores at the end of the game and the consoles score at the end of the game. Um, I do think there's a bit of a balance in that because that means that the first player can get quite aggressive and start stripping orders and and maybe you know really try and put the second player in a difficult position yeah but then of course the second player has the advantage on actually scoring because yeah. they just have to get more consoles and then they get a lot of points so um so i think there's an interesting split between first and second player on a mission like engineering deck in theory yeah in theory um love this mission and i like this map as well i think it's a why rock no die map that has some zero g zones on it yeah yeah because somehow why rock no die loves this zero g so he does and we love it because we want to have this theme going off in space we do yeah um if you can do anything you want with tables why not make them thematic yeah um this table actually was voted one of the best in a prior event i think so it's quite a tried and tested um map it's a really nice kind of spaceship interior yeah yeah spaceship interior map it's kind of cool i like it also i think with all the maps that we now got that every asset that you can get from uh 
uh, or, or from anyone that that has made things that can be used uh, in TTS for Infinity has been is been represented. And we so, used everything. Uh, it seems like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's ma- the the mass stuff. There's uh, uh, this 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 uh, cardboard copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have several of the default TTS buildings. So everything is here. And Vol FC is uh, is is uh, assets. So yeah. Yep. We we have definitely used a lot. Um, some might say stolen a lot, but I would say it's all in the interest of creativity. Yeah. So can't can't accuse us of that. We we are just, um, just dwarfs standing on the on the shoulders of giants. We absolutely are. Yeah. This is correct. Uh, last mission then. The very final one that we will be closing the event with, nice and simple, is supplies. A couple of yep. reasons that we chose supplies. Um, it can often lead to quite definitive wins. You know, so if someone wins supplies, they often really win supplies. Um, and that's a good thing, because obviously on the last round, we want clear winners. Um, and it's also quite easy. So if everyone's a little bit tired, um, everyone knows how to play supplies. It's quite it's, straightforward. It's a fan favorite. It's one of it the is. most played uh, uh, missions in any tournament. Yep. I mean, no one ever said, oh, God, supplies. You know, that that's not the usual reaction. It's just a good, solid mission that's been in the pack for years now, yeah. actually. Uh, mostly kept unaltered, except for a few years back where they did something with the points. So it's not that definitely if you drop the box, mm-hmm. uh, well, guess again, you, lo- you lost four or five points. Yeah. 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 Um, and to finish off the map roster, we've got a nice kind of mining themed map on this one, uh, sort of space sort of um, colony mining type thing. This is one of yours, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, one of mine. Right. Uh, also yeah. from the the campaign that I've made. Uh, so it is an asteroid the dig site. Uh, you can find some supplies there. Yeah, with I love, with uh, I love this with, one. with the XCOM uh, assets that uh, Bad Laser. Uh, uh, has grabbed uh, and uh, made uh, available for TTS. Mm. Um, I really like this map. I think there's a mixture of long-range um, parts, like one side of the map is a bit open, whereas the other side is a little bit more dense, so you can do lots of different things yeah. here. And, and um, yeah, I've actually played a couple of games in this one, and I like it a lot. So that's your that's your six. Um, yeah. You've got Firefight. Kylie Hassified, Armory, Frostbite, Engineering Deck, and Supplies. Yeah. Um, you can sign up now. Sign-ups close in, uh, on the 16th of January. Um, and yeah, like do do feel free to check it out. Sign up and and, yeah. and ask any questions if you have any. What do you think, Ray? How are you feeling about it? I, I, am, uh, I am hoping for a, a big, uh, big crowd. Because mm. uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, then it will be uh, like if if especially the top table. I hope there's an uh, ability to film it. Yes, and, I uh, hope so. And I hope then, so. Uh, see uh, a big clash of two players that won five rounds of a satellite tournament and go for the sixth. <clears throat> um, that will be awesome to see. So uh, and even joining in, just just playing with with people from around the world. Uh, yeah yeah uh, that's that's just silly fun 
It should be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, as I said, I'm a little bit nervous, but that you know, it's a big event to run. Um, yeah. We've we've really spent a lot of time on the the maps and the missions, haven't we? I mean, the number of arguments we had in the mods <laughs> chat, like we we really did. Um, yeah, we think about this carefully. We 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 felt the weight of this responsibility that uh, Corvus Belly has allowed us to uh, to take on. Yeah, uh, yeah, them supporting well. There, uh, 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 a free uh, mod on a not very expensive uh, tabletop simulator. Uh, so it's 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 the cheapest way to get into Infinity. It is. It is. And um, um, now we have a fully fledged uh, authorized a tournament, uh, a satellite tournament. So it's yeah, yeah, we do. It's um, nuts to think about that. It is nuts. It's nuts. We have done a lot of work, I think, yeah. and I really hope this goes well. Um, I can reveal that we already have 37 signups, which is that's a good number of people. And we still have weeks and weeks left to go. So, yeah. you know, if all things go to plan, I'm really hoping that we push sort of 75, 80, something like that. Like the, like the um, satellite minimum is around 45 to 50 people. Yeah, around that. And we're already on 37 yeah, and we've yeah, got about it's... like roughly a month. Um, it's really, really looking quite good. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And of course, you know, if you are a competitive player and you are looking forward to, to going against some top players, you know, we've got all of the usual names in, in the event, you know, people that you might have heard of, you know, we've got, um, actually, I don't think Lobo has signed up yet, but he probably will. Um, we've got, to... yeah, he should do. We've got Cav, uh, yeah, Cavrion signed yeah. up, like, of course, like Panda Beast Mode has signed up, like lots and lots of really, really like quite well-known good players are already on the, on the list. So yeah. Um, if that's, if that's your cup of tea, Hey, you know, there's going to be some pretty, uh, strong competition. Yeah, but even if you if you lose a few games, you can fight against Iskandar. And <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, I called him yeah. out. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, hey, and and I think this is the other thing that I wanted to say. Of course, is that you know a satellite event isn't just for super competitive no. people. Like we're all here to just play some games, have some fun. Um, a lot of the missions that we've selected are very straightforward, very easy things that you will have probably played before. Um, so, you know, even if you're someone that might expect to win one or two games but lose the rest, that's fine, you know. And actually, I often enter with new lists and different factions in our events that I run myself, and yeah. I you know, might win one or two but lose a couple, and that's okay. That's yeah. fine. It's all about having fun anyway. Yeah, you play against people from around the world. Uh, cool maps to play on uh, that you can practice uh, with your friends uh, for this whole coming month. Um, just just have a way to get get a bi-weekly to weekly game in. Um, yeah. On a, on a, yeah. On a on a on a global scale, that's just uh, in, within your own living room without any pants on. How easy is that? Yeah. Yeah. Playing Affinity without pants on—that's what we <laughs> offer. So. Yeah, so um, come come join up if you like semi-naked or fully naked Infinity. Hey, I mean, I'm I'm not going to judge. No, that's no, that's if, for you. If that's so, if, if you feel you like you roll better that way, that's great. Hey, it's, yeah, it's up to you. <laughs> cool. All right, is there anything else that you'd like to add for today, Ray, or do you think we're about there? Oh man, 
what's what's the what's the number of of people that you want uh, that we can 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 get like what the maximum what's the maximum like we I don't know. like like most of of these bigger events like if you if you talk talk about uh, the american events uh, yeah. they just always go for like the the, the 60 70 80 90 yeah. around the well i think i think that's an interesting question cuz from looking at the ITS data, there aren't that many 40-plus person events at all in N4. Um, I can't remember how many there are, but we're talking in the region of about 20, yeah. I think. And I can tell you for a fact that IGL has run about half of them. Yeah. So so if you're looking at just 40-plus person events, IGL really has you know, the majority stakes in it. What's the largest? I I don't know. I'd have to go through and check, but it's it's really not every day that you get past uh, forty five. No, so. especially the corona took a hit on 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 on, on events. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Current 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 state of 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 the economy. Uh, yeah, makes travel uh, a lot less likely for it does. some people. It does uh, so. Yeah. I think things have been tough and of course that does mean that the tournament scene hasn't um hasn't been as big as it was in prior yeah. years uh but it is recovering it is yeah. recovering and and we would hope that lots of the big satellites start coming back yeah um i would hope for about 80 people that's what i would hope for in in our great. event yeah it's just um, we'll doubling doubling uh, the average igl numbers uh, yeah, with with this event would uh, would be an uh, would be an mm. achievement. It would be. To be completely honest with you, we actually we do do eighty quite often, but we we sometimes split it into US and Europe, and when we do that, we end up with two tournaments of forty. Yeah, so and some of those are nuts enough to go in on both. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So so actually reaching 80 isn't completely unusual for IGL yeah. because if if we were to merge our US and EU players together we we do about 75 to 80 reasonably often. So yeah, this um is. but not all together. That's the thing. Yeah. Not all together. Um but yeah, that's it for the satellite. Please, you know, um, in the show notes or the description yeah. for this podcast, we'll have the handbook. Have a read through. Yeah. If you have any questions, join the discard. Di- discard Discord. Discord. Join the Discord. Don't discard the um, Discord. No, don't. Absolutely, do not. Don't <laughs> discard it. Um, please keep it keep it uh, secure. Um, yeah. Ask Ray. Ask myself. Um, and and yeah, I hope I hope everyone kind of looks forward to it and has a good time. Yeah, it's the main yeah. thing. I mean, I'm just going to be one of the judges uh, on, ha- on on staff, and uh, yeah, especially if you take a rule uh, look in the in the rule book, because well, there there are different ways to get your information either the FAQ or uh, mm-hmm. or, or uh, on the com log or or on documents, and we just made this little thing so that you know from like this is the rules that we that we go by. Uh, yeah. So if there are any misunderstandings, you got the booklet. If there are yep. still misunderstandings, there are judges. Uh, so. There are, there are, and I think one of the nice advantages of playing online is that if something does come up, you can just ping the rules channel really quickly, try yep. and get a response. But um, I've covered a lot of things in the FAQ anyway. Um, I'm actually tempted to not enter myself to be honest with you because i think i might just try and be on hand to do fill-in games so if someone drops out for example i might try and 
fill in and things. Yeah. Uh, so I have more flexibility. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be just the organizer. I, I, I will take that position as well and uh, see who's coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So whether you're a newer player or more established, uh, yeah, give it a read through and, and we would hope that you enter. Yeah. And that's Certainly it. I've given really? it a go. It's yeah. mo- mostly the most boring time in the year as well. We're, we're after the holiday, so it's good to be excited about January. That's uh... yeah. <laughs> I did do that on purpose. I thought, hey, you know, who has anything to look forward to after Christmas? Yeah. Have have a satellite event. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, Ollie. Uh, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, and I hope we get people excited this way and uh, yeah. get get lots of uh, subscribing and uh, lots of games in. Oh man, mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, hopefully. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks for talking to me today. Right. All right, listeners, that was the second episode of this week. And, uh, well, we are being very jolly because there's a Father Carver's episode coming up um, before Christmas. So you will have three, three episodes in one week. And then we take a two-week break from all this uh, podcast making. So... uh, (laughs) Enjoy uh, the last episode of the year, Father Corvus, and uh, stay listening because, well, we have uh, lots of fun stuff coming up in the new year. uh, We do indeed. Yes. So I will see you all next time. See you.